pick your own power. Yeah, what's your Captain Planet power? If we were combined, if we combine all mm-hmm. our audio files um, sure. to, to be like R- Ronin Geek uh, podcast planet, what would be your power? I'm not sure. Actually, I'm uh, I'm more concerned because all of a sudden I'm not seeing my waveform. Before I didn't see his waveform, Adams. Okay, so like if my power is like having an invisible waveform during the recording, so like it's like, oh, you can't edit me, motherfucker. That's my power. The good news, Rob, is I see your waveform, so okay, I, I then, see then you. That's fine. I see you. Is that your power? Invisible waveform, Rob? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> power of invisible waveform. <laughs> We're all with- just like, Earth, fire, where's Rob? I'm right here. <laughs> I'm power, no, you wouldn't I, hear me. Invisible waveform, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm power of dick jokes. Power of dick jokes. And an atom, power of technology. All of our powers combined into Ronin Geek Official Podcast. <laughs> I, I'm just the grumpy old man that knows technology. So I'm the guy that sits on my front porch going, get off my Cat 5 lawn, you morons. <laughs> Oh There's fiber cable six of... feet under there. Get off. <laughs> Instead of grass, it's just cat five cables. I like it. <laughs> That'd be terrifying. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we started, by the way. I don't know if you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I see yeah, that. I saw, uh, yeah. <laughs> so we should probably get going then. On this episode, episode 131 of Road and Geek Fish Podcast, we are recording remotely, so just... Uh, uh, you know, if there's a you know sort of an awkward silence, more so than usual, you understand why because we're not we're not you know in, in the general vicinity of one another, which makes things a little bit interesting. So we do have a pretty sweet episode lined up that we are going to do a playing and watching segment at some point because we have not done that in a long time. I mean, it's been weeks and weeks and weeks. So hopefully, we have enough content to kind of fill up a playing and t- uh, playing and watching segment, which should be interesting, and we can kind of work in Invincible into there. We can work in Bad Batch episode one and two into there. We can work in. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we can just do news about the MCU Phase Four full layout announcement. I don't know how we're going to do that, and then we can talk about what we've actually been uh, playing as well. So uh, exciting shit! I'm excited. Yeah, we've got uh, returning, returning, returning. Oh my god, is this a new day? Returning, Plebeian Adam. <laughs> what just happened? Um, and just Rob, so that I don't make anyone else's brains bleed. <laughs> And this is Alex Austin, and this is episode 131. Pretty excited about the MCU Phase 4 announcements. I guess we could probably start there. Uh, did you guys happen to catch the sizzle reel? Nope. Nope. Okay, you're missing out. <laughs> We're amazing out. at this. Like, we, we are so professional. You are Rob- definitely missing out. <laughs> Rob, we are so we are so good at doing this whole like keeping up on trends and hot stuff. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's... why I'm an old man. No, <laughs> nope. So I, I won't even ask you guys then about the Venom Two trailer that just dropped today. I actually so. did see that. Oh, okay, you did. So, okay. he, so here's here's the funny thing. I didn't see that, and here's the other funny thing. I don't care. <laughs> um. So here. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. Venom One was trash, and if you say anything else, you're a fucking idiot. But here's the thing, if anyone else wants to subject themselves to the second one and tell me that it's actually worth my time, that's fine. But if you're wrong, I'll fucking kill you. I I will say there is one thing that this movie has that gives it a fighting chance. And it's the fact that it has Woody Harrelson in it. Is he Carnage? Yes. Okay, that's actually a selling point. <laughs> It's the only selling point I've got so far after watching nope. the trailer. You you should know out of all of all the symbiotes, Carnage is my favorite. And if uh, Carnage if, is my favorite as if, well. So. If Harrelson's playing fucking Cassidy, is that who he's playing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I'm in. I'm in. the movie's gonna suck, but I'm in to see that. <laughs> 
That is what I want to see. I figured that would get you because I know you and I are on the same page with Cassidy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Harrelson is amazing. Oh, yeah. He, he would play a great Cassidy as far as I can tell. He plays. We did a Ronin Geek review awesome. on the first one. We've been around for that long. We did a review yeah. on the first one. That's yeah, crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think back to which episode it was. It was yeah, it was probably not great. Um, this it was episode been... uh, 36. Oh, way before that. This was episode 19. So this was October 11, 2018. We laid down this sweet, sweet track. And um, honestly, I think, uh, Adam, that was even before you were you were uh, a regular portion because you're, you're just a guest. You've been a guest on the show since what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a permanent guest that manages the RoninGeek.ca website <laughs> and, and manages us promoting... <laughs> I'm the most what, what, efficient guest you've ever had. And what a great guest. This is this is just the standard that we try to maintain on Rodan Geek Official Podcast. So I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm really proud of you. I'm also I I can be happy that I'm the only guest that you've added to the artwork. This yeah. is this is true. We have had the artwork redone for for you to be on it. Uh you you are just as important as Podcast Cat. So who's had now two <laughs> iterations in the official artwork uh that has been commissioned. So pretty exciting. And I realistically on the banner that I use on our social media, you can have one of those characters. I don't really know who they are. It's one's not me, one's not Rob. So it can be like you and Osh or something, <laughs> <laughs> if you really want. Um, anyway, yeah. So Venom trailer, it was it was okay. Um, I think I think they showed a shot of Carnage. See, my problem with this is like so in the first one they had Venom and they also had what what was the it's been so long now I don't even remember what the other guy was called Fury Riot Riot yeah and Riot and Venom look basically the exact same one was a slightly more shade of like gray than black anyway there was really not another big difference between them and then in this one I think they showed a shot of Carnage in the trailer brief, and it, very brief yeah it, and it just looked like Venom so I I don't know I feel like they're not going to great enough lengths to differentiate them just so, based on what I've seen so far. I think style-wise, the difference between aside, like artistically-wise, the style between Carnage and Venom is Venom looks like a human goop. So he still has a strong form and a strong shape. Well, he's like, like a, hulking, a hulking, like muscular character too. Yeah, he's clearly defined. Carnage, because he's, I guess, attached to an in, literally an insane dude, the, the form he takes is never structured it's always more chaotic and so you'll you'll if you ever see carnage fully formed i'll be highly surprised he should always have weird tentacles and fucked up like yeah chaos I, going I like on. the the red and the 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 black goopy stuff that was always sort of intertwined all over the outside of his body and everything it always looks yeah. so cool like anyway I, i'd be disappointed if that wasn't uh the case going into this one but who knows it's woody harrelson playing venom which should be interesting they had a great scene good. where he was kind of doing the um, hello, Clarice, discussing to, uh, oh my God, what's his, Eddie Brock. He was kind of, it was just his face, center frame, just, hi, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, oh. uh, anyway, it look, looks all right. looks like there's going to be some hijinks with uh, the Venom symbiote and what it's what it's doing and Eddie Brock doesn't want it to do it like it's cooking eggs or something. I don't know. Anyway, it looks like it's going to be a, a fun romp and maybe I'll see it in theater. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll still be in lockdown. Who the hell knows at this point? So anyway, <laughs> it's coming out eventually. But that wasn't even the big news from Marvel, which um, obviously that's a Sony property, Venom. So very, very different from what we're about to talk about. But MCU Phase 4, there was a sizzle reel that came out that included shots from every single one of these properties, uh, along with obviously the full trailer for Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings, which just came out in the last week, uh, which is pretty exciting to see. 
So, Black Widow, of course, is the first feature film of Phase 4 that is set to drop July 9th. We already knew about that one. Shang-Chi is still set to come out September 3rd, so kind of on the tail end of the summer movie run here. Uh, Eternals is still going to drop this year, and that's going to be November 5th. So this is the one being uh, directed by Chloe Zhao, who just won, I think she just won Best Director, didn't she, at the Academy Awards for um, whatever movie she just made? I'm pretty sure she just won. Nice. Or her film one. Okay. Anyway, so, yeah, good for her. Anyway, she's directing The Eternals. There you go. And Isn't this the one where they have Angelina Jolie in it? Is that who? Oh, yeah. Angelina's in it. Oh, yeah. You excited? Angie Baby. Angie Baby? Is that That's weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> actually, it's got, like, half the cast of freaking Game of Thrones in it. It's got uh, Jon Snow and it's got um, Rob Stark. So... Is that half the cast of that entire show? Sure, it is now. Whatever, man. Look, they're all dead anyway. It's half the remaining cast. No, actually, they're dead too. No, one of them's dead. Anyway, spoilers. Even though Rob Stark was gone in like the second or third season. Yeah, the Red Wedding. Oh, Marvel needs to do a Red Wedding. That was a good time. Um, (laughs) So then we got uh, Spider Man No Way Home. Guess what year that's coming out? 2023. 2021, (laughs) apparently. Uh, They're saying December 17th. So, and and this was directly from disney from marvel like this is what they're planning for this year uh a quick side note on spider-man no way home this is major spoiler territory potentially for people so skip it now skip 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 so charlie cox's matt murdoch was actually photographed on set so which is pretty cool so uh they're gonna hopefully co-op the full version of the netflix daredevil into this which was an awesome version of daredevil so i absolutely love that version of daredevil and uh the only part of the defenders i like is where daredevil kicks iron fist ass in a one-on-one yeah. fight so so sweet out of um, out of the netflix series it's the only one that i liked the rest were all right well i like just i like jessica jones quite a bit and i liked parts of luke cage i didn't like any of iron fist so that i like the end of iron fist what happened at the end fucking uh guys <laughs> you gotta no i can't i oh. can't talk about it you just you gotta go watch it I can't ruin oh, this for anybody. Painful. No, no, you can watch it on YouTube. It's just like an end of scene credits thing. Just go oh, watch okay. that. Okay, I'll go watch it afterwards. Yeah, yeah, it's it's gold. It's golden moment. Let me just tell you that. Now, I should say before I continue that none of this includes the actual shows that are coming. So, like Loki was already announced as an example. Hawkeye is already announced in production. Like those yep. things are still happening, but just uh, on their own timeline. Um, obviously, interwoven with these films so dr strange in the multiverse of madness is the next one that's the first film of 2022 that's coming out march 25th thor love and thunder the one i'm most looking forward to personally yeah. that's coming out uh may 6th 2022 oh boy, so, Taika we only got a year we only got to wait a year one more one more covid year Ooh, and then uh following that july wow that's fast uh so two months after thor love and thunder that's when you're getting it Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, being directed by Ryan Coogler, as currently in pre-production. Uh, the, obviously, they didn't show any shots of that. There was nothing to show, uh, but just kind of interesting that uh, that's happening. And we'll be watching closely to see where it goes. The Marvels is going to come out November 11th, 2022. And like I know Captain that they, Marvel? No, The Marvels. So, like, they, the they hit a... Be, yeah, it'll be Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel. Yeah, Miss Marvel, yeah. And, uh, and um, oh, shit. Uh, one from... Um... Sorry, uh, she's the shield. A- sorry, sword agent in the WandaVision show. She gets her powers. Monica Rambo. Monica Rambo. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's, uh, okay. I believe she's also in it's it. That yes. group. And there yes. are shots of Miss Marvel on. Or, uh, yeah, Miss Marvel on set. Right. I'm pretty yeah, sure she's I already been that. cast and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
Uh, yeah, so I think anyway, we all we all thought it was a good casting choice. I yeah, mean, yeah, she yeah. was a re- relatively small act. Like I don't mean small physically, but she didn't have a lot to her name, to my understanding. Right? Yeah. Um. And I actually I find it really really entertaining that um all of the backlash about Brie Larson has actually cautioned Disney to the point where they actually changed it from being Captain Marvel two to the Marvels. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's really good. And that was like, and that well, that was like apparently said somewhere. Oh, really? Or is, oh. It, is that just rumored? I don't. I, I didn't know it was established. I I read it in an article of which I don't have a source. So I mean, it ultimately means nothing. But eh, it's uh, canon that, now. We'll take it. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I mean, it, it might not even be true though. So definitely question it. Do your own research. Ignore me. We always just make shit up. Apparently, I think a lot. Most people just ignore us. So probably yeah. Safe safe route. Uh, is starting in twenty. So that's four films in twenty twenty two, and then in twenty twenty three there are already. Two announced and likely a third on the way. So you got Ant-Man and the Wasp, colon, Quantumania. So that's coming February 17th, 2023. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, the next one I'm most looking forward to in uh, in the series. That's May 5th, 2023. And then uh, Fantastic Four will likely be in 2023. That ah. just says TBA. But they did. Uh, Maybe they, they can get just... Fantastic Four right for once. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Hey, Fantastic Four, fourth time's the tr- charm. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's got to be um, the uh, the, uh, the tagline. Wait a second. Fourth time's the charm. What for? So they had the first two um, Fantastic Fours, which were, I guess, in the same series, which both suck. Vaguely. Okay. Vaguely. Yeah. Uh, and then they had the one, I don't even know the actor's names, but it was absolutely dog shit trash. Okay. And then it had Michael, Michael B. Fourth. Jordan in it. He was the Human Torch. No. Okay. So then, yeah. Was that wrong. Michael B. Jordan? Where? So that was. So that was actually the um that was the fourth one because there's actually one that came out technically before the one with Chris Evans in it, but it never went to theaters. Um, we're not counting those because they're way nope, too old. Nope, they're super shitty. They need to be counted, and they're actually not that old. <laughs> and they're actually not that old. Okay, it, were they before? It was bef- just just before the two thousands. Well, to maintain the joke, then we're just that's gonna ignore too the, old. We're, nope, we're, nope, we're just going to nope, ignore nope, the Josh Trank one. That, nope, because <laughs> nope, I'm not. A, nope, that don't nothing. It gets accepted. Anything that before because, the first Xbox or Xbox? Anything before the first X Men movie doesn't count as the new nope, superhero stuff. Nope, sorry, it does. I just does. You I'll go with deal that. With it because I'll, wait, wait, no. I'll say thing, before back, before Blade, bringing, before Blade One. They're bringing back the old Batmans potentially. So in that case, the door's fucking open. So fuck all y'all. Potentially, <laughs> until they don't, then doesn't matter. We're fine. Till, then it, nope, it's canon until they're told otherwise. Batman's not a superhero. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Just gonna go ahead and throw that out there. He's also not Marvel, but anyway. Uh, so anyway, guys, that's that's what's going on in the next few years. That's Phase Four. I'm pumped, guys. That's a that's a pretty fucking sick lineup for Phase Four. I'm very excited. Uh, I'm really, really excited to see that that they're getting so much mileage out of the characters that we already know and love, and then hopefully adding a few more in as they go throughout, and then hopefully this phase kind of ties up with however they're going to work mutants into uh, the MCU, which it almost, it almost seemed like I'm... in WandaVision that they were sort of almost setting the ball into motion for ways that mutants could be worked in, and then they kind of didn't. So, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I kind of feel like, um, whereas the old, you know, three three phases or whatever, I was, I'm watching every Marvel movie. Now, I'm kind of picking and choosing. Mm, interesting. Why? Because some of them, I, I, I don't know if I care all that much about um, the second Black Panther movie because it doesn't probably won't have Black Panther in it. No offense, guys, but it seems kind of weird. 
Will it? I agree. I was on the side of recast T'Challa, and a lot of people were like, "No, don't recast T'Challa. The character needs to die with with uh, um, uh, Chadwick Boseman," which I I thought was total tragedy because he's a great character and they developed him so far. So it's a shame to see that they didn't do that. Maybe they still will. I don't know. But uh, for all intents and purposes, it didn't seem like they were going to. Oh, I mean, uh, I think that they've got enough characters though established in the first Black Panther. Um, and and other subsequent uh, stuff that we have a lot of characters who could step up to be the next Black Panther that are already in the series. Like we have um, the uh, what's the actress's name? She plays Michonne in Walking Dead. She's like the lead of the guard there. There's no reason why she couldn't potentially be oh, the next Black Panther. Deny Carrera. No, I would rather see his little. I'd rather see his little sister become yeah, Black Panther. Me too. Me too. I would too. But I'm saying that there are options. And there was more I like than I like Denai Guerrera as Black Panther. I'm I'm in. I'm fully in. <laughs> I'm not saying happen. that there aren't options. There are always options. I just don't know if I'm that excited about it. Maybe as time gets closer and we see more what's going on, I'll get more excited. I, yeah. yeah, I'm willing to become excited about it. I'm ex- I'm excited yeah. to see what happens at this point. I'm not excited for it, not yet. But I'm excited to sense. to anticipate it. If there, yeah, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> what if they used uh like. Obviously, Chadwick Boseman, you know, having passed and they exit the character. I almost wonder if they might use the character to, uh, you know, see the character of T'Challa off as like making a sacrifice or something for someone else in the MCU. Like what if the character goes and sacrifices themselves to bring back another character that, that we lost before? You know, there's what a, they need a, to do a lot of things they is do. they have to have um, his sister driving in one car and him Shuri, driving Shuri, in another Shuri. car. Shuri, Shuri driving in, and they're looking and they're driving down a highway at really high speeds and T'Challa just sort of takes an off ramp and they just sort of give each other a knowing nod. Drive off <laughs> You're describing the end of Fast and the Furious 7 right now. Maybe. This is the end of Fast and the Furious 7. <laughs> oh, man. God damn it. Oh, my God. Anyway, so I, I don't know if they're going to go that route, but. <laughs> well, later on, what they can do is they can have T'Challa show up with a horribly 3D painted on face. Um, as they as they drag race their super high tech, you know, Wakandan ships. Is this is this Masters of the Universe combined with Fast and <laughs> the Furious now? Like, what's happening here? That's kind of no, the end there, of. <laughs> there is an after credit scene where I think they had uh, I forget the actor's name Walker or something Walker. Uh, they had the actor's brother. Oh, you talking about Paul Walker? Paul, Paul Walker. Walker? You don't even fucking know who Paul Walker is. Oh, yeah, man, that's they, funny. They, I don't remember. Dude, you can be running scared is like one of the best movies. Like I fucking okay, I know that guy from like two to three Fast Furious movies. That's all he's known for. You, wait, you've never seen Running Scared? No. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, it's so good. You have to watch that movie. Well, I got news for you, Rob. So I don't care. We're gonna discuss no, that on you a have later to watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Alex, you've seen it, right? Uh, no, but I have seen other Paul Walker films. <sighs> Not like this, you haven't. Not like this, you haven't. Oh, okay, I, I believe you. <laughs> no, you don't, but you're gonna. <laughs> oh, my God. Paul Walker filmography. I'll tell you what I know him from. Uh, Varsity Blues, She's All That, Joyride, obviously the Fast and the Furious movies. Running Scared is in there. That was 2006. There was another one, too. There was another one where he's like a, like a surfer. Oh, Into the Blue. Did you see Into the yeah. Blue? Oh, man. Classic. Classic. <laughs> Paul Walker, Jessica Alba. Man. Anyway, nice. that's it for that bit, guys. <laughs> well, we got a future to look forward to, but uh, 
I know that I'm definitely excited for Thor, Love and Thunder, and everything else is like, okay, we'll see as things progress. Oh, that's going to be so sweet. Yeah. So let's do some that's playing what we've and been watching. Doing. Okay, fine. We'll Robert, start, <laughs> what have you been prime playing and watching that's a cartoon involving superheroes? That was the yeah. awkward silence I warned the audience about, by the way. I'm like, yeah. we're not going to know what to do once we get because <laughs> we're not like there's no there's fewer visual cues happening if we're not in the same room. So, um, yeah, Rob, go ahead. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was I so, supposed yeah. to go? <laughs> this is the worst. Sure. Yeah. This is the worst. No, yeah. I'm not okay with 30 that. 30 episodes in. I don't, I don't mind throwing <laughs> you under the bus like that and then we can go to Adam and then me last. <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's uh let's talk invincible so at least at least two of us that i know of have watched this all the way through this is I've watched uh, what, all the way through you you did yep oh so all three of us have beautiful yeah so adam you mentioned before that you were kind of like in and out initially on this one i think i gave a good summary uh to rob and i came up with an even better summary when talking to my wife yeah it, it's it's all right at best um i actually abandoned it about two three episodes in um, and then you guys were talking about, it. I'm like, ah, I guess I should watch it. And I finished it, but I was none too impressed. Really? Yeah. Even, even uh, after like episode seven and eight, cause that's really where yeah, it takes the off. The thing is, is I felt like it, um, and, and you're going to hear this theme as we go along through our playing and watching here for me. Um, I felt like I had a better time and a similar time, but better watching the boys. Okay. No, you, Okay. So you're comparing it to the boys. Yeah, that's, I mean, most shows when compared to the boys are not all that <laughs> Well, good, that's, so. it, it's, it tries to be shocking in its violence, especially the, at the end of the first episode, which is, I think, when. I don't, yeah. I don't know that it is trying to be too shocking. Oh, so yes. I, I, worth, I, worth noting, I haven't actually finished. I think I've got one episode left. Okay, well, we're just no. going to spoil shit, just, so just, good luck. Yeah. yeah, you're screwed, Rob. You came into yeah. this one. If, if you haven't seen the memes online yet, then <laughs> no, I've, good for I've you. seen I've seen a shit ton of them. Yeah, yeah. I, so I don't actually know how it be, ends, though. They're clearly trying to be shocking and like, holy shit! Look at the violence, the brutality, and they take this world, the superhero world, and they make it more realistic. And I'm like, okay, uh, great, that's awesome. Except the boys already did that and did it better. So why the fuck do I care? I mean, they did it differently, in my opinion. Uh, it comes down to. Uh, I think they're different stories. I think that with the way that this kind of new genre of show, because I'm going to call it that at this point, like superhero is got to be a genre now more than anything else yeah. uh, because it's just too much of it now. But I think that everyone's starting to finally open up and take risks with it because everyone was like, oh, it's got to be wholesome. It's got to be true. But now um, we're seeing shows like The Boys, like this that are showing that not just can live action be gruesome, but so can the comic, like the cartoon side of it. And I actually appreciate that because it's it's opening the doors for everybody else in the industry to be like, well, hey, they fucking did it. Uh, so there, it, it sets a precedent that I think was needed. And I think it's too little too late, which is to say it is nowhere even remotely close to the first or near the first cartoon to be brutal the no. way you're describing no i know it's nowhere yeah. near that but it's, so the, it it's the most no it's the first ground. mainstream one yeah i don't even know if i'd say that's the first mainstream. most been... most animated stuff content has not been consumed until like the the early 2000s 
Well, I think like, it's yeah, the first, sorry, like, mid, non... mid, mid to late, sorry, mid to late 2000s. Yeah, I'd um, say it's one of the first like Western ones, like non-anime ones. No, yeah, well, I mean, the anime stuff didn't really even get brutal until like Attack on Titan popularized it. Like there was stuff there, sure, but nothing oh, no, was Berserk, popular. Man. Yeah, but Berserk was the only one. But it wasn't popularized, right? Berserk was never popularized. It's popular now, but it come became popular after it got a re-release on Netflix. Before then, don't get me wrong, it was loved by many people. It was popular within the kind of like those circles, but like it took Attack on Titan to break that circle. And nothing else had done it before that. Yeah, I think I, I think you're right in so much as Attack on Titan did make it very, very mainstream. It, it very, was like it was the Game of Thrones for anime. That's yeah. what it was. But I what I I guess what I'm saying is I don't I don't look at this and go, oh, they're being daring. I go, no, no, this is what people expect out of superhero movies right now. Yeah. And their animation's not particularly great. Their stories no. aren't particularly crazy or it wasn't even all that shocking to me. You know, the moment uh what what the hell's his name? Oh not Omega Man, um Omni Man. Omni Man yeah, fucks Simmons. up. Yeah. yeah, I liked him. I, that great, is one thing I did over, like. By the way. Yeah, man, great voice work. <laughs> one thing I, I did like. Most actually, of them are pretty good for voice. Yeah, they're work. all right for voice work. Uh, yeah. Steven Yeun did uh, great too. Who who did he play? Uh, Invincible. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was good. Um, I I think there was nothing like when I watched the series, like the series of how he was kicking all their ass. I thought it was cool. I enjoyed watching it, but yeah. I didn't go. Oh, oh, oh! This shocked me to my core. Right, went, yeah, yeah. I saw that coming from a mile away. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So here, one thing I have to say about that. I mean, yeah, sure, wasn't super shocking. I mean, I don't think that it was planned to be because they already knew that, like, this is a popular comic already, right? It's made by the same guy who makes Walking Dead. So a lot of people already knew how this was going to play out. And the the pacing in the comic is very different from the pacing in the show. That's why a lot of the people who've watched or read the comics take issue with the show because they did it very differently. But to me, it was just like, they're like, hey, everyone already knows this twist is coming. Let's just put it at the end of episode one to set the theme for the rest of the series. And that's all it is. Uh, do I think it's a super shocking? Nah. Do I think it's like them trying to like redo a bunch of stuff? No. But I think that they're just kind of going, all right, this is the times that we're in, much like what Adam said, and they're just trying to normalize what they're doing. And Amazon is doing that very boldly. Now, I just don't think that this is that bold. It's, I don't think the series is bold. No, I, no I don't think the series is bold. I think the, the statement is bold. Because the statement is just saying, like, hey, look, we are confirming to everyone now that like you can make good content in these kinds of settings that is more risky. They've already proven it with the boys, but now they're just further proving it on cartoon. Do I think it's the best thing ever? No, but I think it's good that they did it. I yeah, think I'm impressed I, I, that they've catered to a, a very <laughs> particular <hate> <laughs> portion of the market. Like uh, honestly, like a really specific part of the market. Like it's it's adults who are into animated stuff and also violent stuff and also comics. And and I think it's not. A huge group of people, but I'm impressed they did it. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I do. I, I can't say I like it. I, I think I watched it. I don't like it, which sucks. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, no. and we're angry about it. So fuck you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I, I didn't Block. like the middle of the series. The middle of the season, I quite like the end. Episode seven and eight, we're gonna pick back up. I was like, okay, I'm back on. I, I'm back on board with this now. Once, uh, once the violence ramped up again, and and and, and the Omni Man character turns sort of started to happen. Um, honestly, the thing that was most shocking to me was 
like uh, Rob, you, you're about to see it. I guess once you get into episode eight, again, spoilers I'm gonna, here. I'm gonna we watch said it, it before. Right but, this, yeah. yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, just just the way that that Omni Man is talking about human beings and his wife and his son, and it's just it's absolutely brutal to to hear. I can't and, wait. Uh, that that would be a portion that would be interesting to see played out in live action, just to see the the, the looks on actors' faces, the you know, as as they're being absolutely you know dehumanized by by this character. Uh, just I think there was a bit of loss of communication because. Rob, sorry to say this, but there's uh, a, a line that Omni-Man says I'll to, just take off my to Mark. Yeah. There's a line where Omni-Man says to his um, to his son where he's like, you know, your mother's like a like a pet to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that but, was the that was some of the stuff that was more shocking to me. Yeah, and I I get I get the idea that they were trying to have it so that he's saying these things like he's trying to sell himself, like he's trying to psych him back into being who he used to be. Right? He doesn't really fully believe that to his core but he has to believe it right he's trained to believe it and i feel like he didn't struggle with saying that enough because he said it so plainly that my first thought was that's fucking weird that you fucked and had a kid with a pet like even if they're physically the same creature the yeah. fact that you vision them that way you still thought you would fuck them sounded weird to me it was definitely and, weird, but then then you have to imagine that other Viltrumites are going to other planets out in the galaxy and fucking whatever lives there. So, well, they have to do that. I think they can't. They they have to use other races to procreate or something. Yeah, something like that. So they was just they're like uh, a Asar- what is it Asarians from Mass Effect? They can like mate with any of them. So yeah. Anyway, we can get Rob. I'll back bring on Rob now. back. Here, I'll raise my hand. Oh, it's okay. I just tune you guys out. It's really easy to do. Oh, no. <laughs> You're practiced. <laughs> That's I mean, great. Sure. Cool. So that, I guess that's it for Invincible. Uh, really cool, though. I'm, I'm excited to see what else they do with it and kind of where it goes from here. It would be nice to see him get uh, at least a little bit bigger of a budget. There was some good animated scenes in it, but it would be nice to see uh, just an overall increase in the uh, quality of animation. So, I uh, want to compare that to a One show Punch that... <laughs> One Punch Man's amazing. Oh, it's... <laughs> not even on this. Not even on the same. No, honestly, not no, even no, in the same no, category. No, but One I was Punch just saying uh, God tier. All of the all of the funding went to the fights for One Punch Man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that fits the narrative yeah. too, though. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, go on. But I wanted to compare Invincible to a show that I finished watching, which is on Netflix, uh, Jupiter's Legacy. Oh, I got to watch that. I was not sold on it when I first started watching. I think I got two episodes and I was like, oh god, I don't know if I'm liking this, and. Amanda and I, my wife and I, during dinner, we usually watch something. We were watching that, and it just slowly hooked me. Like, I can't describe it. I just slowly kept watching it. It's the first show that I've ever seen my wife. Usually, when we're watching, like, a movie, with, you know, an average two-hour two movie, she'll we'll eat dinner. We'll watch half the movie, and she'll be like, okay, we'll watch the rest tomorrow night. I've never seen her watch a full series or a movie all the way through. She literally the other night, she's like, Oh, there's only one episode left. Yeah, no, we'll stay up and watch it. Nice. Wow. So she loved it. It's and it, and it's a superhero movie. So it's um very I don't know how to word it. Uh I think I was describing it as imagine if you take the Greek gods, you know, Zeus, um, Ares, Hades, Poseidon, take those guys. Uh, it's actually more related to the Roman gods, but take those guys turn them into a common day soap opera based around superheroes. Interesting. That's what you get. So it's, it's about the drama between Hmm. the characters and the drama because they're these super powered beings is drama more reminiscent of the old Greek stories. So Josh Duhamel looks like he plays some sort of um, Uh, Zeus character. 
Yeah, he he plays their his utopian, which is like their Superman. Oh, cool, cool. I'm gonna watch this. That's awesome. Um, it's, it sounds familiar. It sounds like something else. I'm trying to remember what the hell it was though. Is there like action in it? Like anything? There. Oh, there definitely is, and the action's okay. not bad. But I, you don't go in there for the action. The action isn't the best in the world. You can clearly tell they're on wires. Which well, almost sucks. almost like the boys though, where where they sort of save it and then you get it in little bursts. Yeah, exactly. But what they do a good job of is there's kind of two different things going on when it's wide. So your TV will be widescreen when it's nowadays, when they're showing like filming in the nowadays, but they actually show a portion and they explain how like the original heroes got their power from like the 1920s or something like that. Oh, and it goes away from widescreen. And that story plot is far more Cthulian. So that story arc, it feels like two very strongly different story arcs because one's very Cthulian whereas one's more classic superhero Greek story so there's kind of like a Lovecraft sort of overtone to that origin story if they weren't inspired by Lovecraft I'd be amazed no they they actually call it out to a small degree I think in one of the episodes interesting it's very interesting I'm definitely going to be watching this that's really cool that's really cool just go into it expecting a drama not an action thing oh that's that's Okay. okay yeah I'm good with that so what else besides that have you been playing and watching? Alex, still you. I just wanted to put that in. Is that, I da- God damn it. <laughs> I wanted to compare it to in, uh, Invincible. God damn it. I mean, do you want to mention Bad Batch or should I mention Bad Batch? I mean, I'm assuming you're saying that to me because you're not saying it to him. I'm, I'm assuming. I don't, I, 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 would you, would you ever want you guys want to talk about it? I mean, I can talk about it. Uh, we can kind of just talk about it whenever it gets brought up. It doesn't really matter when. All right, sounds okay. like it got brought up. Yeah. So Bad Batch, Bad Batch episode one and two. So Bad Batch drop uh, on May 4th. So may the 4th be with you. So that was just uh, last week and episode two was already out, which is pretty cool. Um, I'm only about halfway through episode two, so I haven't seen the full thing yet, but I, I watched episode one all the way through. Uh, it, was, it was an extended episode. What was it, like an hour long or something like that to kind of kick it off? The first episode, uh, yeah. Yeah, and this this is, of course, taking uh, taking place right after the end of the Clone Wars series. And uh, is that is that correct? Right at the end of Clone Wars, because the the Emperor yeah, it starts out with the Emperor announcing that it, yeah yeah the, the new order. So uh, so okay, um okay, so a couple things happen. First off, this takes place immediately after the end of Clone Wars. That's why the starting of it, the intro of this first episode, has the same narrator that narrates the beginning of every Clone Wars episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, and which kind of fucking hilarious that they got him to do that uh but as the show starts up and it's it is taking place right as kind of like the the third movie is taking place and when they start to talk uh with the master and the padawan you i'm assuming recognize who the padawan is because it's voiced by an old man yep Yep, (laughs) okay so i'm not the only one that was horribly thrown off by the fact that they use Yeah, yeah, because they used the same voice actor as him as an adult uh, yeah. in um, in Rebels. Rebels, Rebels? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I thought they should not have made that choice. That was just so breaking for me. Those Jedi yeah, boys, they, they hit puberty early. That, that's all you need to know. So it's yeah, the that's, Force. That's, the Force does it. <laughs> that's kind of what we got. Um, but yeah, um, it kind of was puzzling to me because it kind of showed uh, a massive oversight on the on the side of Disney because Disney has gone through fucking hoops to make people come alive 
that are not around anymore on screen, but they don't even take the 10 seconds by comparison to alter somebody's voice to make them sound younger. What the fuck? Is this the same company? (laughs) (laughs) That's like saying like, yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to make an amazing car, right? And then the exterior, we're going to make it out of plywood. No paint. (laughs) It just just goes to show like their their attitude toward, you know, the animated Star Wars series is still not 100%, right? They're still sort of... It's not 100%. Yeah, it feels like it's 90. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the weird part about it is I felt like they probably made that decision thinking, oh, we need it to sound like that character. This way we can all hit it very heavy. Everyone's head real heavy with the hammer that says, look, it's the same character. Except no one listened to it and said, yeah, no, maybe we shouldn't. Maybe the hammer is too much. (laughs) Yeah. The hammer's more like a jackhammer. (laughs) So yeah, like we kind of know when it starts up. It's a bit of an interesting time, but I'll let you take it from there. Yeah, uh, so the first episode then uh, is all about the Order 66 uh, getting executed and uh, a lot of, lot of uh, you know, clone on, on Jedi action happening there. And, yeah, uh, the Bad Batch clone on Jedi action. Oh, actually... mm, so hot. And uh, that's where the Bad Batch comes in because they're the hottest. And, uh, <laughs> and they're made up of clones that are not like the other clones, which I only kind of understand. So maybe you can explain okay. more on that, Rob. Oh yeah, it's actually su- <laughs> yeah. So okay, one so... is one is Rambo and one is Agent Forty Seven. So maybe yeah. maybe you could just explain <laughs> that. <laughs> like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> All right. So um, in the Clone Wars series, these characters show up, and uh, what they are is they are um, out of the thousands and thousands of clones that they clone. Uh, there's variants that show up. And uh, they actually did some really cool episodes earlier on in the Clone Wars series about these variants kind of appearing. Um, and like to the point where there's one, there's like a Quasimodo looking guy who he's a clone, but he just, his variant was just deformed. Um, so he just does like janitorial work. Uh, and and with, climbs like bell towers and sings and shit. Yeah. It's actually a really sad story, but it's really cool. It's, a, it's part of the Clone Wars animated series. And, and you feel really bad for the guy. Uh, but it's got a good, it's got a good story that happens, uh, at the, by the end of it. Anyway, then there's obviously there's other variants that are combat variants, um, and combat variants undergo, uh, training to be potentially inducted into Clone Force 99. And, uh, so we get ones who are abnormally intelligent or have certain skills that make them stand out against the rest of the clone army without, um, being so compromised that they can't actually perform, um, military duty. Yeah, one's like big hulking, like beast. Yeah, of a who's man. not and programmed. Then, yeah, and then there's another one. It's like a great sniper, and another one. It's extremely <laughs> intelligent, and they highlight that a couple times. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely interesting setup. And then, uh, yeah, so basically, they're they're making their way back to Camino, where um, the clones are actually created after Order sixty six is uh, is is set into motion. Uh, once they get there, there's uh, there's a little back and forth about you know, about how they're quite disliked by the other clones, by standard clones, I guess you could say, by, I don't know what they would call them. Do they call them normies? What do they call uh, them? Regs. Regs. Reg. Oh, regs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They call them yeah. regs. And, uh, and then there's like a, a bar room, like a, like a cafeteria overall. Anyway, Tarkin is there and Tarkin's like, mm, what about these guys? These guys look pretty hot. Can they also shoot? And uh, turns out they can. They can shoot and do other things. And so Tarkin tests them. And, uh, and I can't remember what his ultimate conclusion was. Was it that they... We're skilled but defiant, or something. Or I don't recall yeah, exactly. Much. Yeah, Tarkin's I'm not take sure. On this. this is a question I've got. I'm not sure. Tarkin is one of those guys where I think he's cleverer than the character has 
ought to be shown a decent portion of the time. And I can't tell if (laughs) his goal there was to choose the Bad Batch, hope that they would fail at the test and go, your guys suck, we're no longer using them, and the Bad Batch fucked him over by succeeding, or if his goal was to have them succeed and then show that, yeah, but they're disloyal, ah, so we can't use them. It's a catch-22. So, um, actually, it was a... Uh, okay, so this is an assumption on my part, um, but uh, having read the Tarkin book and uh, having followed a lot of the characters' exploits, I can, with pretty good certainty i think conclude what he did here which was he was like how do i make the situation a win no matter what and it was okay i'm going to send these people who i really don't want to supply anymore on an impossible mission and they will either execute it properly or they will fuck it up in which case then i don't have to participate with these clones anymore because they've proven my point for me yeah, so. exactly. Because they're trying to back it. So the Empire is trying to back out of the contract with with but, whoever's creating these and, clones. Like and the, do you yeah. think that Tarkin expected the Bad Batch to win against that little you know mini challenge he put them up against? Yeah, uh, I think that he, what he expected was it was either going to show that they were able to take out, which is uh, the the first of the partisan uh, rebel cell, mm-hmm. uh, or he or they were or they would fail and and prove him right. That's what the no, no, I meant the robot there. challenge. Oh, that one. Sorry, the I was talking about the actual the challenge. Fire. Yeah, that one. Did he think that they were they would win? Probably. I don't okay. think he. I don't think he cared because the way that he saw it is either they're either going to rise up and we can use them, or they're not, and then I'm right. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like in his whole thing, and I'm pretty sure the reason why he doesn't want the the clones is because they are more expensive to maintain, yeah. and uh, ultimately. Uh, not only is it cheaper, but he doesn't actually believe in military force. He believes in terror and intimidation. Yeah. So he, he's the kind of person who's like, he's going to make you so unwilling to fight him in the first place that he doesn't actually need to back it up with force. Got but he it. does because he's got enough numbers. You have to have force in order to have that fear, but right, he tries but, to minimize and focus more on the fear. Yeah, yeah. He 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 doesn't necessarily back up his bark with his bite, but his bark, his bark is so intimidating. <laughs> because I mean, okay. that was the whole idea with the behind the Death Star, right? And that's why he was like, "Hey, we can use this because as soon as we show how strong it is, everyone's gonna fall the fucking line." And they would have too, but of course, we know how that story goes. So yes, I have do. to give my opinion <laughs> about this series because, like I said, there's a theme with the whole invincible thing. I think this is a shittier version of Mandalorian with more Mandalorians. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. No, that's 100% oh, what it is. That's the problem. And, I, and you're, I completely agree. I, it's, hey, look, there's a kid that needs help that's useless without Call this. Call that, by the way. I, I apparently if it this, is. Oh, keep going, Adam. Keep going. I'm just, there, I'm there's rant. just this, like, if I have a choice between watching a whole season of Bad Batch and one episode of Mandalorian, I'm going to watch The Mandalorian because every episode of The Mandalorian is gold. This one, uh, I actually at some point in the first episode was like, how much longer? <laughs> if this, Ouch. All I'm going to say is if this kid ends up with force powers, I'm done. I'm off the series. Like, I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> and and, I, and I, I genuinely think that that's what's going to happen. I so. genuinely don't think that's what's going to happen because I think that... I don't know. Well, you're welcome to say that. And here's the thing. If uh, you end up being right, I will probably follow suit. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, not because uh, I, I don't want the, the character to be special and awesome, but I think they're special and awesome enough. Yeah. Um, and, and Disney needs to know when the fuck to stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yes. I, and I thought they learned that lesson, but if they didn't, I'd like to know now as opposed to later. Well, I feel like, I feel like crafting a series around Rambo clone was maybe taking it a step too far to begin with, but here we are. <laughs> I think, I think it's a clever nod to it, to an era that's passed at this point. Yeah. Just, you haven't maybe realized it yet. <laughs> oh. oh man because, anyways uh, that's let's face it stallone has it <laughs> so i don't know is this going to be like a full like a full season like they used to do with clone wars like 20 episodes or whatever like how long is this actually supposed I think to be it, i don't think it is i think it's going to be probably 10 if it does well which we already know it is doing well it'll probably get renewed okay gotcha, gotcha. yeah i think they're i think they're going for more of the short season i think that's the way tv's going right now is short burst but seasons short yeah. but sweet yeah. i'm actually done yeah. with the era in star wars like i wouldn't care if they never made anything in this in this sort of that 20 year span between the end of the clone wars and the beginning of a new hope i honestly wouldn't care if they didn't make anything else in that span ever again but they are and andor is coming as well and andor hopefully turns out to be pretty good uh so that's about the exploits of cassie and andor before the mm-hmm. events of rogue one so hopefully you know Hopefully that turns out good, but we already know what happens to him. You know what I mean? I, so, well, I mean, yeah. we know what happens to everybody. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's, it's just kind <laughs> of, it's just kind of, um, and, and maybe that's why the, the Mandalorian has been so attractive for us and been so attractive for Star Wars fans because like, here's, here's a place, a space where like, even though we have the sequels and we're all like sort of hating on them and trying to get them to disavow the sequels and move them to non-canon, at least there's some things happening in an era that's different. Like uh, we get so much of this from before and, 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 and the high Republic is going way before, you know what I mean? So there's just, there's, it's, I don't mind the high Republic cause it's so far in the past that we still like, there's so much to do. I don't really care to tell stories around the, the original movies anymore. I'm done with that section uh, yeah. of the world. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Although after Mando, you know, series two finale, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing more of uh, more of our buddy Luke. So I think uh, that I did. I didn't realize how much I cared to see him again in in full form until uh, I saw that, and I'm like, oh, I care a lot. I really do. <laughs> so and uh, and now I want more of it. So uh, anyway, um, so that's it for Bad Batch, and then uh, for playing. I just been doing more Okami. Uh, it's a very, very long game. Having a lot of fun. We kind of profiled it on the last episode, so I won't go in depth here. Uh, except for yeah, if you're a Zelda fan and you're waiting for a great Zelda game to come out, quit waiting. Just go play Okami if you never played it. It's a great game, and uh, you're missing out if you're not playing it. So it's just a, it's just a really tight Zelda like old school classic. Um, good. Yeah, old school classic. Good. Not not quite. It's not on the order of being as huge as like Breath of the Wild. So don't look at it like that. But it's just, it's, it's a really tight Zelda like, and, and I would highly recommend playing it on the, I've been playing it on the switch. It's quite good. So anyway, that's, that's pretty much it for my stuff. Nice. Um, Before I get too far into, it, I wanted to quickly mention, this is going to be one of those like sneaky little things. There's been a new dragon ball super movie announced. No cool. shit. Yeah. The What's reason I bring that up is because I think that's the first episode I joined the podcast was the last Dragon Ball yep. Super movie. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. So the What's that? Do they right? give it a title? No, no, nothing. They've given it nothing. All uh, we know is Akira Toriyama's like, yep, there's another one coming, uh, 2022. Dude. stop until he dies. And then even then, who knows? Yeah. So we don't know what's going on. <laughs> we know nothing. It's just been officially announced that there is one. That's really all we know. Oh, man. I just figure they're going to keep going until uh, Akira Toriyama shows up in the anime as a main character, and then uh, that'll be the last <laughs> season. 
No, I'll uh, say he he's not gonna. And even if they if he, even if he died, Rob Akira Toriyama, they yeah. would just you know reanimate him like the yeah. like the Golden Emperor. Yeah, uh, they just put him on a, on an eternal throne, and he just spew out more manga. I assume so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So playing, um, <laughs> I played Vermintide a bit. I don't think Rob and I ever quite touched base on that yet, though. Uh, no, but I have played as well. Um, have you? Yeah, I like the new... I had missing the time that, that you were playing. It was really annoying. <laughs> yeah, I know. We just I'm, not, I'm, I'm also not annoyed at you. I'm just annoyed that at the situation. <laughs> That's okay. You hate me. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> so they added a new mechanic. I really like the rogue light version where you sort of do you don't just go into one one path that's it that's all you do is you know one or three objectives and then you're done i really like this choose your own mini own adventure style and get buffs and level up throughout the way i really like that um but the the big one i'd want to spend most of my time talking about is returnal the game that only three people have played and only two have beaten because only three people have playstations playstation fives so here's the thing um Returnal, I saw a thing for it, and you said you you played it. I've beaten it. Okay, so you've beaten it. So that's how I already know it's good. Yeah, because um, you, you don't play games unless you like them, <laughs> and they, that, you that don't is, like them unless they are of a higher quality. <laughs> that is absolutely true. Uh, this game is incredible. It, I apparently I'm good at the game technically, okay. so. A lot of complaints online are that the game is too hard. There is no easier mode. There is no nothing. And there is no... So Hades. Think Hades. I I, I can't even possibly explain the game. It's a live-die repeat. It's a live-die repeat. So think Hades. But except Hades has this mechanic where as you play through, no matter how poorly you do, you will gain a a currency that will continue throughout the game. And so you'll always be gaining strength where eventually you can just practically brute force everything. It's pretty much... It's called... I think... um... I'm not sure if this is the correct term, but it's a, a two-stream game. One stream being where you're constantly dying and losing progress. The other stream being continuous. Yes. This game doesn't really have that. Um, basically, there are key points that will help you along the way. If you make it past you know, the first boss and get this piece of gear, it'll give you an easier time running the next time. But it doesn't necessarily guarantee an easier run. What I mean by that is the game is a mix between a Castlevania and a Hades. So imagine a game like Hades where you have to make the run through, except the upgrades that you get allow you to access more areas, kind of like a Castlevania or a Metroidvania. So what happens is the next time you run through those rooms, you're given access to more um, more exploration areas with your new exploration tool that allows you to gain more power so that you're next time you get to the to that end point you're you've gotten more power because you've been able to explore more but you're still forced to explore more which means you're forced to perform more risk reward type tasks so it doesn't give it to you it just gives you more opportunities huh. um and it's fantastic honestly if you get better at the game like as you get play the game and you get better at playing it it is not because of a second stream mechanic where you just eventually brute force it no you got better you fucking got better. It's no lie. And it is fantastic. Just so you know, there's a boss. This isn't mechan- This isn't story-wise um, really all that much of a spoiler because the story barely makes any sense unless you're really <laughs> into philosophy and mushrooms. Um, <laughs> but there's a boss. Think Ma- Davy Jones, 10 feet tall with 
massive tentacles playing on an organ, but the song he's playing is uh, Blue Oyster Cult's Don't Fear the Reaper. Okay. And he's shooting uh, like a bullet hell type colorful blasts at you while you're trying to dodge and shoot him. Makes sense. That's the fucking fight is Davy Jones playing Don't Fear the Reaper. Nice. I'm, I'm okay <laughs> it, with this. <laughs> it's rad. It is. I think I played it and Amanda and I were both like, this is so cool. <laughs> nice. Um, but it is hard. Apparently, I'm pretty good at the game because I beat it in 16 runs, which is apparently a very low number. Um, or at least fairly low. I'm sure there are people who far exceeded that. It's all that Um, uh, time you got in uh, Dark Souls and, um, uh, and, uh, oh shit, Hollow, whatever game. Yeah, it's all about Hollow Knight and Hades. It's all the time (laughs) I spent in those two games. Seriously, I think it is. Yeah. Um, But it is a fantastic game. Uh, The story is clean, polished. It's confusing. You have to really pay attention. But it's confusing, but it is great. It's about psychology and so on and so forth. It is truly amazing. It sucks. They they also, they fucked up. They You can't save in the middle of a run. And a run takes like two to three hours, a long run. It, it, it takes a while, at least an hour. And you can't save in the middle of it. So the moment you put your PlayStation to sleep, you wake up tomorrow hoping your run is still in sleep mode and a power outage didn't occur an update didn't occur because <laughs> if any of those occurred, you just lost your run. Wow. Nice. They fucked a lot of people over. So it went really poorly. Uh, <laughs> they pissed off a lot of people. They put out an update that bro- So this is the game is very good, but they made some semi poor. De- no, not semi poor. They made some poor decisions. One, you can't save in the middle of a run, which is kind of insulting to people like myself who I have to go through all the time. Yeah, I, uh, clearly I did have the time right, uh, yeah. I, at the cost of not doing episode content in time. Uh, <laughs> Normally I post that and I didn't plan that out ahead of time because I was playing Returnal and all this other stuff. But geez, so they put out. Yeah, I know they put out a patch update. What do you want? We play video games for our podcast, okay? If, if video games don't get most of my time, well, why am I even on the podcast? I'm clearly not an expert. Well, I don't even know why you're on the podcast <laughs> in the first place, so <laughs> whatever, man. Because <laughs> dad says you have to babysit me on on Mondays. <laughs> right, yeah. It, happens. it just, don't it just bets, worked kids. out this way. Just don't lose bets. <laughs> um, but the the game is really hard so if you lose your run you feel kind of insulted and sometimes you get a good run going but you're very there's a lot of luck involved based on the things you get and they put out a patch which broke saves and many people completely lost their save data and had to restart from scratch not just that run their entire run their entire gatherings of stuff and welcome to the pre-2000s gaming kids yeah, exactly. They were pissed. Yeah, the I world was pissed. I don't, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> Welcome to the real world, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Get good. Get like, good again. No, like, I mean, obviously that sucks. <laughs> but it's the kind of game where if you can't pick up your progress after that happens, then you didn't make progress in the first place. It, it, honestly, it's not that you're right. It's not that bad because I went back and played through some of the first levels and the first time, you know, I, I actually killed the first boss the first time, but it took me, you know, five deaths to get to beat the second boss. And this time around, I went through it and I killed it one. Sh- I killed three. I did like an entire run, killed the entire first three bosses all in one run because you just get good by the end of it. It's kind of like Dark Souls. 
You know what I mean? One, by the time you're done Dark Souls, your gear isn't what makes you. You just learn all the moves and you can kill the first boss like it's a joke. Even yeah. with just a fucking broken knife. Nice. Yeah, yeah, true. So if you ever have a PlayStation 5, play it. It's great. It looks good. It looks good, to be honest. And um, I'm sure it'll come to PC eventually and I'll pick it up then. I, I hope it does. It is published by Sony, so it'll at least minimum be a year. Yeah, minimum, minimum year. But I think that the, it's become practice now. At this point, we, we're seeing it way too much. Like I don't know if I'd say we're seeing after... it way too much. We've seen really? it for, what, one, maybe two games? We've seen it for at least 17 on my Steam list right now. What? G- g- name me more than three. Name you more than three? Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, that, Robot, that, was like a Sony, Robot... that was a Sony exclusive turned PC. Okay, so robot shooty game with a bow. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, Death Stranding. <laughs> that came to the year. Yeah, okay, yep, yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, um, uh, oh, sorry, that was just Epic Store. So, uh, um, sorry, I apologize. I had something here and now I've lost it. So I, I can only think of two. So. Uh, re- I think uh, a, lot, a bunch of the Resident Evils. Um, no, those weren't Sony exclusives. You sure about that? No, they're mm, yeah, they were only on Sony platforms. They were never on Xbox or anything like that until recently. So you're wrong. <laughs> Though technically, uh, I think four came out on uh, GameCube. You could argue, you could make that argument. Um, there are more. I apologize. I was not. Prepared. I should not have given you such a wide number. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Resident Evil Village, the new one. It is, is out. I've already got it. Yeah, it's out for PlayStation Four, Windows, Stadia, Xbox One. Xbox yeah, no, I'm Series not X. saying. I'm saying. I'm saying. I think it's for a lot of the things that are exclusive. They are pretty much guaranteed to come out in a year I, later. Now, I don't think so because this wasn't. This also was published by Capcom, not Sony. So far, there's only been one game that's been published by Sony no. that came to PC in one year. That's it. One. Which one? Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay, then what about Death Stranding? I don't know if that was published by. Either I don't way, think that was published. There's a console exclusive, Sony exclusive, but I don't yeah. know. It, yeah, it, it wasn't it was a simultaneous this, release. That's literally PC. what it is. <laughs> but then like, they come out. So PC, they like, were published by. No, they were published by both Sony and Five Hundred Five. They were a joint publishing. Okay, ah. but when? So when did? How long was Sony exclusive with it? One year, right? Yeah, about uh, a little less than that. From November 2019 mm-hmm. to July 2020, so a little less than a year. Yeah. Anyway. So at best, you've got two games. That's not uh, a pattern. That's a line. At worst, I have two games. Nice try. <laughs> anyway, um, what else? That's it. That's all I. So all the things that I haven't been doing for the podcast is all because of Returnal. You can blame Returnal for all of it. So that's all I've been playing and watching. Nice, nice, nice. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead with uh, watching first, and then I'm going to do playing after because I want to be unique today. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, watching Invincible, obviously. Uh, we talked about that. Um, Alex, you'll be really proud. I ended up watching uh, the offshoot show for Rock of Love, Daisy of Love, because that came on uh, Amazon Prime. What's, what's it called? Uh, Daisy of Love, essentially The Bachelorette, but like with rock and roll characters on it. And really? uh, I can tell you right now, you would love that show because what it's is... a complete shit show. Da- you said Daisy of Love? Yeah. Go, Who is go Daisy? Ahead. Doesn't matter. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's good da- because da- Big Brother da- da- ended da- da- and I'm, I'm in an existential crisis. 
Yeah, Daisy De La Hoya, she was a contestant, I think, on the first Rock of Love show. Oh, okay. Anyway, been watching the Dota uh, uh, show. I'm about halfway through oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dragonblood or something? Yeah, yeah. It follows the Dragon Knight, essentially. And... Yeah, uh, Alex and I talked about that one of the other episodes. Oh, yeah, cool. cool, 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 cool. How, how, as a, someone who's played Dota, how are you enjoying it? I think it's good. I mean, it's uh, it, the animation's pretty low quality, but I mean that's kind of par for the course of those for those shows. They're cheap and fast to put out, right? Same as like uh, um, whatever the first one they did, Castlevania. Um, but they have moments, and I think it's it's got style, so I like it. Um, nice. story's okay. It's uh, pretty pretty uh, salt and butter flavor, <laughs> like. Yep. Uh, I don't think it's bad. I think for the people who like it, I think it's fantastic that they got a show. I think that it's going to look really fucking pathetic by the end of the year when Riot's uh, Arcane hits Netflix because the animation quality looks amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, like, I mean, if you've watched any video made by Riot uh, Studios, uh, you would know that it's pretty much like, hey, why isn't this a movie yet? And uh, lo and behold, it's going to be a show. Wait, Arcane is made by Riot. It's published by yeah. Riot Studios. Uh huh. Oh, that's that changes my Dude, entire concept the, of that. Go watch the teaser for it, man. It looks so good. Oh, the I show, didn't know there was a teaser. Yeah, I think I'm not sure if it's. I think it's Piltover. It shows and it kind of showcases, and it's following these characters who are not like the main cast, uh, but I think that some of them are going to become them. I think one of them is Vi, and I think the other one is Jinx. Uh, nice. And uh, seeing those characters, especially Jinx, who's become like one of the most popular League of Legends character to date, is is huge. So it'll be neat to see that. The world is so rich now because, I mean, they've just been developing it for so long. You do it long enough, it's going to get good. Uh, not to say that it was bad in the first place. Um, but the lore of Terra has been really, really, really ramped up, and they've got so many fucking videos now on their channel, it's insane. Like, there was, like, I went the other day because I was like, oh, I've been keeping a pretty good pace, and I was like, oh, no, there's, like, literally 27 videos I've never seen put out by the studio. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, how is there this many that I didn't know about? So I watched them all, uh, and they were all amazing, and uh, it just makes me more <laughs> excited for the show, but also makes me excited because they've already announced that they're doing an MMO, and uh, the fact that they've been doing all of wow. the groundwork makes me excited to see where they'll go with it. I mean, it may end up becoming a total shit show. So many games do, especially in the MMO space. They just become lackluster and, and completely void of actual any heart. Uh, I hope that's not the case for this one, because I've really enjoyed all the games that Riot's made, everything from uh, League of Legends and all of its little... little different iterations to, to Valorant. It's been an awesome game. So I think that uh, Riot's got a good uh, creative direction, and I'm excited for all of it. Uh, I've been playing League of Legends. Good. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, so uh, it looks good. Uh, called Arcane. Go take a look at it. There's some stuff on YouTube. I didn't know there was a video. I'm, I'm excited to go watch that now. And I also didn't know it was right. So those two things combined, I'm, I'm probably going to like, I think my dick's touching the table here. Yeah. So um, there's, <laughs> you're going to see two things. There's going to be like a teaser teaser that came out recently. And that's like literally just like arcane shows just flashes of characters and some awesome music playing in the background. It maybe goes for 20 seconds. That's not what I'm talking about, but you can look at that and you can kind of see what the animation's like. Okay. You can, You'll find another one. I think it came out like almost a year ago, actually, where they kind of like hinted that they were going to go into this space, uh, and it shows uh, an actual like story 
segment trailer for the show but it starts off showing you all of their old videos like hey we started with these and you'll see like videos that you'll recognize like their music video for warriors stuff like that mm-hmm. um and uh then all of a sudden they'll be like and now we're going to show you this new world and it's like the unveiling and it looks really really cool very cool yeah uh outside of that uh let's see here i um played uh, for 10 minutes, I felt like the, the Total War Rome remastered, <laughs> um, which if you played Total War Rome, it's remastered now. Yay. <laughs> you added some quality <laughs> of life I don't remember that game being that old. Uh, it's old, but it's also good. I mean, it's probably one of the best that they how, had. How old? Like um, early 2000s? Mm, yeah, it's pretty old. I don't know exactly when. I'd have to go take a look. Okay. Uh, but old. Um, like before Shogun 2. So if you remember when Shogun 2 came out. Oh, okay. Yep. I know about when you're talking about. Yeah. So, um, not, not to say that it's the best game. I think that Warhammer has ultimately surpassed Rome, but I mean, people will argue till blue in the face about that. Sorry, but Warhammer is the best one. Yeah. It just is. It's too many quality of life improvements, too many, too many gameplay things and too to many enjoy. Cool things. It's too many it's cool things. Because yeah. of its fantasy, it has the ability to be ridiculous. And I right. like that. And I mean, if you like history, historic stuff, of course, you're going to have a, a penchant to enjoy the more historically accurate things. So I get that too. Sure. Um, played a little bit of Valkyria Chronicles 4, finally. Um, oh. Just t- kind of dipping my toes into the second mission on that. I always love the Valkyria series. 4 is supposed to be a super reminiscent of the first one. I can tell you it already is. The first one was amazing. Uh, is that um, new out or is that an older one? No, it's old out. It's, uh, it came out like two years ago. Okay, that um, makes more sense. Uh, and then I also got a village. Um, oh, so, how's your booty lady? Uh, don't know. Haven't installed it yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and then, um, I also got hood outlaws and legends. Oh, I, okay. I saw, I think it was day nine played that and yeah. I was none too impressed. Right. So here's the thing is, uh, I will do this thing where if I think a game might have some promise, I will buy it the day before it launches uh, because I will wait to watch what the Steam reviews look like because the Steam reviews are best reviews. And Steam has this really cool policy that as long as you don't have two hours of gameplay and you haven't had the game for over two weeks you or and hasn't been released for two weeks, so if you pre-order like a year ahead and then all of a sudden you have two weeks once the game comes out, you can refund, no questions asked. Mm-hmm. Um, you can usually refund even beyond that, uh, but questions may be asked. But you may have to supply a reason. Um, but, uh, I've never been rejected for a refund request with steam. And, uh, so the, the whole reason of that is because I'm not going to lose out on the pre-order content, but I'm also not going to let you keep my money if you <laughs> fucking suck. So ah, clever. Yeah. That's just, so are you idea. refunding it? Uh, we'll see. I'm, I'm going to take a look, see what the senior reviews are like it came out today. I think, okay. um, actually, you know, here's the cool thing about doing this online is I can literally do with a few clicks, mostly positive. Uh, so I may keep it. Um, wow, I watched it and I just didn't give two shits. I'm more interested in that sniper one. There's a sniper operations that. Okay, so out. here's here's the fun thing. Is that the same people who make like the sniper series of games? I believe so. Okay, so if it is, don't bother. Okay. They're garbage. <laughs> All right. No, here's the thing. I I gotta. I would actually have to look into it. It may actually end up being a good game, but for, a sniper has always looked really fun, played really terrible. Um, it's got a really, really cool bullet physics engine, which I will not argue. 
I think is probably the best in the games industry, at least as far as like visceral enjoyment of shooting things. Um, that said, that does not a good game make. So yeah, okay, you. fair enough. <laughs> it hasn't come out yet. It's not supposed to come out till 2021. So there really aren't reviews of it. It mm-hmm. just looks good in trailers and stuff. That's about all it. of the all of the sniper games look amazing in the trailers. But so does I mean, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. So I mean, <laughs> oh, shots fired. <laughs> Uh, Shots yeah. fired that we all agree with. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a cheap shot, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, like, outside of that, um, it's just been me playing League of Legends, man. And I've been having a lot of fun playing it again. Oh, you're back in that. Nice. I'm back in that, and I dragged, like, literally my whole Discord server into it, um, kicking and screaming some of them. Uh, but I know that it worked because some of them just started buying skins again. So. <laughs> uh. That's you won't funny. catch me in that bullshit. That's yeah, funny. He says that now. Um, <laughs> uh, they, 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 you wouldn't notice it. It's a totally different game now. Um, oh, I'm probably, sure. Probably in such a way that you'd probably enjoy it more. Um, it's probably closer uh, in line to what Heroes of the Storm is. If you've noticed, like Heroes of the Storm, I think, is the only competitive game I play anymore because I'm too old for competitive games. Yeah, no. Um, I think with the new way that they've done things, you would enjoy it more. It is a lot more like your Heroes of the Storm stuff. Uh, just, um, it's one of those things that I'll show you sometime. You can just, you okay. can just call me a liar until I show you otherwise. Okay. Um, but, uh, but I'll show you. I think you're you lying like, that you'll show me. You're a liar. No, 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 I will because I'm addicted to it. We know why. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, outside of that, put a little bit more code vein. I'm done. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, There's your other um, awkward si- silence. Yeah, exactly. Where were you waiting for those awkward silences? Where but, we just uh, run out of things to talk about because we're at the end of playing and watching. Well, <laughs> well we're at the end. We're at the end of the content. Sorry, guys. It's a, it's a whole hour and eleven minutes of fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling motivated to uh, get into something new. So I think in the next week I might actually end up picking up uh, Monster Hunter Rise. So next playing and watching we do, hopefully mm-hmm. I can talk about Rise. Oh, I also Let got Pokemon Snap. Sorry, I did get that. Oh, how um, Snap? If you, if you played the first game, it's a better version of the first game. Oh, okay, good. That's yeah, I even that's I played fans it. wanted. Yeah, uh, it's it's good. It, it it is what it is. It's little. It's you wanted something. They gave you the thing you wanted. That's the game. <laughs> and this is yeah. it. <laughs> it it's a hot, that, nobody will disagree with that statement. I can pretty much guarantee you. <laughs> cool. Well, I guess that's it for this episode. Then we've run out of topics. Unless you guys have something else. Nope, that's it for more. All right. Well, make sure to check out the show on the Cephalopod app. That's C-E-P-H-A-L-O-P-O-D. And uh, we actually have some bonus content posted on there. So we have some video bonus content called Coming to the West that came from our YouTube channel originally. And uh, we also have some audio content. The Lost episode, episode 109, is on there as well. And uh, for just a low, low price of 10 tokens or about 50 cents US, uh, you can unlock that and support the podcast at the same time. So you trade us tokens that are then monetized and then we trade you content so you can enjoy that and uh, dig a little bit deeper into some of the side stuff that we've been working on and i think adam adam's been talking about other side projects as well that he's interested in doing so keep checking back in uh there's gonna be lots of ways to support just through content on cephalopod so and that's all extra bonus stuff that we're posting on there now instead of patreon so go and check it out see what you think and uh, and thank you so much if you end up unlocking any of it and, uh, and that's pretty much all I got. So this is Alex Austin signing off of Road to Geek and Fish Podcast, episode 131. And we got returning, returning, returnal, returning, <laughs> plebeian Adam. Is this a new day? Returning, returning, plebeian Adam. <laughs> and just Rob, because Rob doesn't die. He doesn't suck like Adam does. <laughs> He's eternal. Okay, guys. Talk to you next time. Bye.